This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 232 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we will discuss along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. So Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, the uh, well, the, the first two trends are actually sort of uh, divided topics of one big trend, which is artificial intelligence, AI. And as you and I predicted in previous episodes, um, the, the shift has come so that we're talking about a combination of the larger issues that, uh, dealing with AI, the challenges and, and uh, discussion points that uh, just where do we go, how do we go forward in a productive and ethical way? Also, applications. Here's what we are using AI for in a productive way right now. So the very first uh, trending topic is artificial intelligence uses. These are actually applications as they are as they are occurring um, in schools, in uh, higher education, uh, and in any organization that is offering education. So we see uh, articles about planning professional development with the help of AI. We see articles about AI tutors, which is also an issue of whether or not the AI tutoring is working well, but there are a number of positive applications of it. We saw a review of a um, piece of software called Slides GPT, which is literally a slide production tool for making presentations. Uh, we saw adopting and adapting to generative AI in higher ed, according to surveys that were, the results were reported in at least two different surveys the past two weeks, students are adopting to are adopting AI very quickly and they're in many cases reporting that regardless of how their institution treats AI whether they ban it or whether they accept it or in certain instances accept it they the students are planning to continue adopting and using it uh, teachers or professors are also using AI but it's uh, slower in terms of adoption, which this is all sounds very logical in terms of uh, um, who's using it and what they're using it for. AI is also helping teachers in terms of saving time and, as we mentioned earlier, professional development. And there were a number of articles about how to use it effectively. Our recommended read in this area is Four Ways AI Can Actually Help Students by W. Ian O'Byrne for Gizmodo Australia. And as always, I apologize for mispronouncing anyone's name as I'm reading our recommended reads and the, their authors. But this is a relatively short read. It's focused. Tim, you and I were discussing earlier that it's, uh, it's nothing unusual, but it's essentially four good talking points about the uses of, of AI in instructional settings. Our second trend is also AI, but this time it's issues, challenges, problems, 
things that come up surround, you know, surrounding the, the idea of AI. We saw uh, one article reporting on faulty G chat GPT detection tools that misidentify cheating. This is in higher ed, but they, where, where faculty are actually using this these tools and they're saying, you know, I think you used AI on this and I think that's a uh, ethical violation. And students are saying, no, we didn't. This is, you're, it's misidentifying, which is entirely possible and an issue in and of itself. We also saw continued articles about copyright and AI produced media. Now, this is something that's been coming up for the past few months, but one of the interesting questions posed was, if an AI tool uh, creates a song, is that song copyrightable? And the Copyright Office in the United States is having real trouble with this uh, because they're, they're it's kind of if then, you know, well, yes, this is true, yes, here, but maybe not so much as, it's not a human creating the, the item. On the other hand, it is a unique item that's being created. Uh, also, and I think I, I think you and I found this to be a bit personally satisfying. We talked about this uh, again before we started recording. There was an article that said there, there are many analogies to the introduction of inexpensive electronic calculators and AI. And certainly this is something that you and I have discussed multiple times is that when, when calculators first became available, they were, they were, under, they were suspect. And we weren't happy about them coming into elementary classrooms in particular. So kind of interesting. The recommended read, though, I think uh, was an easy pick for you and I this time. The Godfather of AI Quits Google and Warns of Danger Ahead by Cade Metz for The New York Times. The Godfather of AI is actually Jeffrey Hinton. That's a, a nickname that he has, and he's been working for years for Google, and he, he walked away from Google so that he could be critical of AI without violating his own ethics of taking a paycheck for AI development. He's not being critical of AI per se. He's critical of rushing to produce AI products and putting them out there before they're actually ready, and the dangers that that could ensue and we 100 we we agree with that right absolutely <laughs> that, that, absolutely oh absolutely there's, there's a lot of those tools out there right now and it's it's exciting it's ex yes. these, these tools are exciting and interesting but again this is a very it's kind of I, as you and i talked about also for me it's kind of like self-driving cars there is right. something really great about the prospect of that but until it's really really safe you don't just want to send out prototypes right. and let's, say hey give let's be try. cautious right yeah. you want to approach with caution exactly right so those are our first two topics our second two topics uh are more traditional for us over the years the number three trending topic was digital security and citizenship there is new malware out there at uh, this time for the mac os called atomic what I know. That can't be true. Right. We're very we're <laughs> we're both incredulous and scared. <laughs> but there it's um it's a Mac OS malware. There was an article about this uh talking about uh how it um it, it typically comes in by if you've if you download and uh deploy a piece of software that has it, you know, hidden within it. 
um, and that you, they really are urging caution. Don't just don't just accept and upload everything that's out there. The problem with this one is that it can get into your Mac keychain and divulge a great deal of, of information that you really don't want shared. Um, we also saw federal and state bans on TikTok. This is continuing and more states are joining the, the ban. Uh, we also saw the Biden administration's updated national cybersecurity strategy reviewed. This one has, in the review, it talks about the fact that this strategy actually has some teeth because there is somebody at uh, the, sort of the, the, the buck stops with a federal official. So it will be interesting to see how this moves forward. In another country, in the United Kingdom, we see WhatsApp and Signal unite against the, the UK's online safety bill, citing privacy concerns if they're unable to encrypt end-to-end -end, uh, their communications. We also saw cybersecurity tips for schools in general, and our recommended read, also coming back to the United States, uh, this time the United States Senate, the recommended read is, Senators unveil bipartisan legislation to ban kids under 13 from joining social media platforms by Brian Fung for CNN. This is, uh, again, this is a, a legislation that intends to limit students' ability to participate heavily in social media. And this is part of a trend that we're seeing of this tremendous concern for um, some of the social side effects, negative side effects of social media, especially on young people. Our fourth and final trend is hardware. We actually did see more hardware reviewed than we have in quite a while. We saw Proto's hologram call box, which you and I were both kind of... Um, so cool. Yeah, we're a little excited. Oh, we're more excited than I care to admit about this particular <laughs> thing. And we've reviewed this in the past. Proto, this has, yeah, been, yeah. This has come up a couple of times. But this is, it does kind of look like an old-fashioned telephone booth that allows you to sort of be in a different place, at least seem to be, in three dimensions um, for calls and for communication. And apparently, it's an excellent tool for learning and teaching American Sign Language. That, yeah, that was very neat. Very neat. We saw uh, 2023 laptop models reviewed. We saw Logitech's Crayon for 2023, the stylus reviewed. It's been around for a while, the crayon, but apparently it got a significant upgrade. Um, our recommended read in this area is schools bought millions of Chromebooks in 2020, and three years later, they're starting to break by Monica Chin for The Verge. And you and I were kind of on different sides of this in terms of our conversation earlier, where I said, I was surprised by this. And you rolled your eyes and said, how can you be surprised by this? <laughs> yeah, I was not surprised. And I happen to have two teenagers who's been using Chromebooks I for the see. last three, four years. So um, I don't know. It's, it's it's very interesting. I'm not sure how it makes perfect we kind sense. of missed that. It makes yeah, perfect it sense. Did. But it's also one of those things that, you know, we I think from my perspective, it was so exciting to see an inexpensive laptop right. that was easily accessible. And so, of course, you know, let's buy them. But then thinking in terms of the shelf life of something like that, you have to build into whatever your systematic, your organizational approach is. You have to build in for right. replacing those items every few years. And, um, and there's a reason they were inexpensive. There's a reason they were inexpensive. And they, <laughs> right, they're, they're living up to 
the uh, expectation in that area. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, Tim, that's our four trends and our four recommended readings for for this episode. Excellent. Thanks, Abby. Well, that uh, slides us into making, looking into the crystal ball and making predictions about uh, the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. We can say one. What is it? AI, (laughs) AI, and more. Right, lots of AI, but... Along the lines of what we were talking about this episode, as opposed right. to previous applications, episodes. applications issues. and issues. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We expect to see a lot. That's again, we expect that to just dominate the yeah the news cycle for a while. But we also, Tim, you and I were talking security and citizenship seems yeah. to be uh, regular. A lot of places, a uh, lot of countries talking about this legislation. Right. Um, so there, there's a tremendous concern about young people and social media right now. Uh, so, and of course, the security aspect of TikTok, which is constant, right. seems to be constantly yeah. debated. Yeah, and and I'm sure as a, a, with more AI, digital security and citizenship will come up as well. So I suspect it, so. it goes it goes hand in hand. Yes. So those are you know beyond those two, we don't know. We're not that. really sure. It's murky. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We'll, we'll, we'll go out on a, a very strong limb and say AI and digital security and citizenship. But beyond <laughs> that, we won't say. Agreed. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 232 of our podcast. We'd like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and our podcast subscribers. You can visit our website at trendsandissues.com to listen to past episodes of the podcast and to find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode. Our next episode will air on May 15th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.